This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Hey everybody, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, this is Pod Sessions number three. If you're just joining, uh, I've always wanted to bring interesting people together and talk about current events. Um, I think that that dude from Swingers, Favre, I always get his last name wrong. Favreau. 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 John Favreau had like that dinner party of like dinner thing that like caught my attention on cable like 17 years ago when I used to consume content. Uh, as my three guests will say in a minute, they consume an obnoxious amount of content. We'll speak to that issue in a minute. Um, but uh, finally, we're doing it. Obviously, uh, I referenced before, my career changed when I started doing these jam sessions at South by Southwest and other places with people that went on to you know, become the biggest investors and makers of the greatest apps. Um, and I think we're living through a culture shift right now around you know, it's why I wrote Crushing It. I, I just think there's more room, way more room for us to do our thing in this internet thing than we realize and even I didn't realize how much and that's all I focused on for a decade so I realized, wow, there's a lot more to go. I've quadrupled down over the last 24 months. It's changed a lot for me and, uh, and I try to bring on people who I think are interesting, entrepreneurs doing fun stuff and uh, also have a point of view on, on that world and so that's what we're doing here. And so I'm super excited uh, for these three. One I know pretty darn well, the other two I'm getting to know uh, and actually had meetings with as recent as this morning for the first time, even though Jerry's played a bunch of basketball with my crew and yes. we'll get into that. Uh, and, uh, and I'm excited about this show. I think it's gonna be a good one. So why don't we do the introduction part or I would like you to introduce yourself, what you do, and maybe like a quick one minute recap, four to six bullets on yourself. Why don't you go? Oh, I friend. knew yeah. I was yes, going to have ladies to. first. It's always the worst. All right, so I think going first is worse. Let's talk about that first before we going go into intros. First is you, were, worse. you were about to say it's always the worst, but because they have time to think about what they're going to say, I promise I won't think. All right, don't I'm just think. focus on what I'm saying. Liz will think. I know Liz well enough to know that. Um, but you know is, everybody at this table. We I, I love for like five years now. Yeah. I think. And Gary, you're my people. I tell I everyone that I'm the third. But do you know everybody? Do you tell everybody you're so. the fourth Migo? No, I was just gonna say that I tell everyone that I'm, you were gonna say. I'm the 30-something female version of you. I'm really the glad The amount of people myself. that tell me they're the female Gary Vee is absurd. But I think I'm gonna go with that. I respect it. Um, and my dad's name's Gary, so it works. Anyways, other than my dad's name being Gary, my name's Danielle Snyder. I have a label called Danny Joe with my sister Jody. Who's here, by the way, Who's for more here? support no and way. to answer all real questions. She's my other half, we share a brain. She's here She's here as my lifeline in case you guys want to talk sports. When you guys share a brain, what percentage is you and what percentage is her? 50-50, it's, any, it's even Steven. I always thought she yeah. was like 87%. Okay, keep going. <laughs> it's more like if anyone's gonna be 80, it's me, but um, no, I'm kidding. She's the better yeah, half. she does have the microphone. So we've um, we've had a label, we're going on our 10th year anniversary. Wow, congrats. Which is pretty phenomenal, right? 10 can years you make a limited edition anything. piece of jewelry with a 10 on it and just give it to me so I can flip it on eBay in 14? I'm actually glad this is being filmed because I wanted to talk about a collaboration during the show with Gary Vaynerchuk. So absolutely, we will. Okay. And I'm going to sell the hell out of it. You announced it. Here we go. Tyler, he can push it on all his channels. Right. Got it. So we've had. And you'll keep how much percentage of the action? Understood. Keep going. Sounds like a non-profit event. Let's keep it going. So we've had a label for ten years. The lifestyle brand. It's built on our sisterhood, our community. We're known for our statement jewelry. Um, and having made our collection, uh, the large majority of it here in New York City. Um, and within the last year, we've expanded into fitness, health and wellness, travel, 
um, and storytelling. By executing it yourself or by licensing the brand to people making products in those worlds? Executing it to ourselves with the intention of eventually. Possibly, got yeah. it, understood. So um, we most recently launched a uh, fitness movement called Box Arena that's a hybrid of boxing and ballet. Um, and we're using that as a tool to build cool. the community um, and sweat with the people that we love and travel to our favorite places with them um, under the Danny Joe Travels Retreat Series. So a lot to talk about, but I want you guys to fill me <laughs> in so I can think She's about what I want to say. She's passing the now. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Liz Eswine. I have worked in the influencer space for probably six years now. Um, you started when you were three. I started when I was three, <laughs> exactly. Um, I was actually in college, I went to NYU, um, and I had read an article that Instagram had just raised a Series A of $7 million, and they had a million users. Um, but backstory, I had gotten really sick um, with chronic Lyme disease my junior year, so I had always thought I was gonna go work in publishing and advertising with a background you know, I had an internship at Connie Nast, yep. and I was barely getting through school. Um, and so, yeah, I was because of the in. disease, yeah. not, not like me, who's a no, hardcore DNF. Totally. By the way, Tyler, when is my report card getting? Here? <laughs> it's I can't get too it mad at you because bit. I already got it once, <laughs> like flashed it, posted an Instagram photo, but then lost it, which probably speaks to why there were so many D's and F's on it. <laughs> but this time, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna frame it. Somewhere massive, probably the right wall. there. I'm gonna move Macho Man down, and I'm gonna put it right there, so as soon as you walk in, it sets the tone of what you're dealing with. I'm sorry, keep going. Cool, yeah, and so I was just in bed one day and read the article, um, tried to make a few names, they were taken, and um, I was like, well, I live in New York, so here we are, and New York City was available, <laughs> and it registered, so and funny. I kind of forgot about it. I mean, and I didn't tell anyone, because sure. when you sign up for MySpace or something, yeah. you're not, I'm not, Hey, Danny, I signed it for yeah. MySpace. It was a different like, time. Check it out. Yeah. Um, and then that took off rather slowly. The photos on there were atrocious. They're still there. You can take a look. I won't delete Because you them. took them. Yeah, I mean, they were so you iPhone were smart, photos. But with... not creative. <laughs> no, man, that was a question. That wasn't a statement. I would say a hybrid of the two. There are Respect. people that are far more creative than I am. Um, but, you know, both my parents are entrepreneurs and I have loved watching them start their own businesses and I always wanted to do that. So um, then I graduated and started to see a shift and why wouldn't a brand pay, you know, 40 grand for um, someone with 100,000 followers mm -hmm. as opposed to 40 grand for a print page mm -hmm. or print magazine that had 100,000 in circulation. So um, yeah, I met two of, I mean, should I go into it briefly? Of course. Okay, of course. cool. Um, yeah, everything. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I met my first two co-founders, and yep. we um, started what was really the first influencer Instagram marketing agency at that time. Nike was our first client. They paid us fifty dollars in cash, and I remember telling my mom, "Like, we mom, I can it. make money." <laughs> it was awesome, and she was like, "Oh, Jesus." Um, yeah, and I was there for two years and then left to start uh, an agency called Cycle, which yep. was part of a larger full-service yep. agency called Laundry Service. Yep. Um, and we represented a roster of talent and really, I think, provided a backbone to their careers that yep. were launching in this space. And then we were acquired. So long story video. short on how this so all you're rich. came to be. <laughs> Jesus. Great, you can pay my That was a question again. <laughs> okay. 
Do you want to answer it? No. Okay, <laughs> cool. Jer? Thank See, you. I'm glad I'm pumped here. I'm pumped I'm pumped here. So you still own at New York City? Yeah. But I wanted to parlay. And you want to sell that to D-Rock? That's the most no. important question. Is she going to Instagram all of us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, DJ, you need, to, you need to calm it down. <laughs> I got you. Right? What? DS, you need to calm it down. No, but listen to like, Yeah, we're good. She's my people. But yeah, I wanted to parlay. So far, I'm your people. She's yeah. your people. No, Jerry? Jerry's really... my new people. We just met. I You've never met Jerry before. His wife is gorgeous. I know everything about his life. He's we did. We basically did a podcast out there. Yeah, you How'd it go? It went well. It went well. It'll be up later at 6 o'clock. Did you guys film it? Because no, that's coming, why we need you. Just, you and reminding team, we put out our podcast at 5.59 p.m. Um, all right, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, going last is not all it's cracked up to be because now I got to follow those two stories. About the chubby Italian, we're going to hear about the chubby Italian kid from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. That's fine, uh, but now you look so phenomenal. Like it's, you're on the right side of this conversation. <sighs> Uh, where to it's begin? It's the worst when it's the reverse. I know, right? right? Oh, you got it. You figured it out. I've been there too. Uh, I guess I am Jerry Ferrara. I am uh, an actor, which growing up in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, was not the easiest trade. I would say there's not a lot of other actors where I was growing up, so I was kind of a little bit of the. But you were right from the get. The uh, I mean, for teenage years, about 15, 16 years old, uh, I just it was really of a love of movies and television that. I just wanted to find a way in. I, I, I could have easily have been, you know, a camera operator or an editor. I just wanted to be in that but world. But you started with actor I and then stumbled into it? acting because I was, to make it a, I was failing out of a community college. Yes. Yes, doing it right. Our and, kind um, of people. Yes. You are my kind of people, Jim. I took an acting class because <laughs> I was told, I was told the professor will give, give us an, e, an A if you just show up. So I took this acting <laughs> class like, all right, I'm gonna finally prove like to my mom I swimming. Could, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna prove to my mom I could get an A. And uh, <laughs> I went into this acting class, and it, it was totally terrifying. And I just, when I remember walking out of there, being like, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do, but I think this is what I want to do. And I just it felt weird and right. It, it just, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to do it again. And I, I never stopped from that moment on. I started doing extra work. I was an extra in Oz on HBO. I was an extra in the pilot of Sex in the City. What? Yes. Shot a club scene at Limelight in 1998. I was Were in that scene. you killing it in the background? You could barely <laughs> see me. I've never revealed where you what what frame it is. Fans, but, uh, please, fans, please find this and tweet me with the screenshot. Good luck, please it's find really this. hidden. I looked way different, but uh, I'll wrap it up quickly. Right around there, I knew I needed to venture out west because that, at the time, was where was the, the business was. That's where the action was. Moved out to LA and uh, about four or five years into it, I got cast in Entourage, which uh, worked out. It worked out, lasted <laughs> eight seasons, and then uh, bounced around in movies after that for a little while, trying to reinvent because you know you become yeah, that character. Yeah. And how many? I mean, let's get to the punchline. Some point. I mean, let's talk to. about for four seconds. I mean, you do look different enough that maybe you have a prayer of right. it not being as bad as it could be. Right. But it is. It must happen a lot that people reference you as Turtle. It. It certainly in the moment and say the time, season. Three of the show. That's the only it, way you reference it. Just was, in life, it was it. Yeah. Um, I do poke holes in the whole typecasting theory because you know where I was going. Now I've been working on the show Power for yep. five years. Yep. I'm kind of typecast again. Now it's outside. Like I just met a few people here who were like Proctor. Oh my gosh, my really? cat. Yeah. So it's like it almost disproves the theory. If <laughs> bring those people to me, guys, fire those fuckers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Who? No. 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 Don't. Do Someone out. Yeah, go get Anthony right now. No, 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 don't. don't. No, I'm firing 
hitting him right in his fucking face right now. I just, oh God, you really, She's someone's really going it. to get this oh yeah, this is real life. This is what we do on the pod sessions. Episode three. He no, didn't say, like, he said no, no. power more than Don't cry. Don't make no. him cry. Do it. This is not. You referenced him as his new character. No, we not talked his, about his power. OG character. We talked about power, yeah. right? Do you know about his OG character? Of course. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. It's okay. He'll see what happens when he watches the podcast. Where I was going with that was, in a way, it kind of disproves typecasting as a whole. Because if I was yeah, if and execute, only was turtle, that's exactly right. How do I get typecast again? There's people who don't know anything about Entourage and only know me from power. And so your goal is to be typecast seven times. As many times Good as possible. Because all that means Love is it. I worked a lot. That's exactly right. So, uh, and Let's, here I am back in New York, uh, still working still and grinding and uh, esports you're doing a bunch of doing stuff we'll some get cool esports stuff you just got married recently just got married thank you at New York. Yeah. I was gonna say that too you referenced <laughs> it earlier yeah, someone I did. I actually decided to stay with this for the rest of their life that is that did happen shockingly enough so yes. uh, so life is good life is good <sighs> this is my favorite part of the show I go right to it. I just have to say this. Please. It's a good group. You're into this list? Yeah, this is a great group. Why'd you dodge my question? What question? Yeah. Oh, so, are you going to ask him that question? We know that, we know that answer. I'm trying to teach the kids that you can actually okay, make okay. money and influence the oh, marketing. Totally. Okay. Um, all right. This, I want to know what you're currently obsessed with. What is happening in culture or in your life that you are obsessed with? Now, the last show, all three people went around and made fucking like Martin Luther King, Gandhi manifestos. It was literally like peace and like health and like world love. I mean like you bought some weird pillow at Bed Bath & Beyond because you you like slobber at night and this pillow absorbs it and now you're obsessed with this pillow. (laughs) Like or like you follow this new weird Instagram account back to your world Liz or my world like that has 600 followers but you believe it's gonna have four million or Jerry like you and I had this meeting earlier and I said the hip hop artist like maybe you know you know like what are you currently obsessed with? Jerry you go first we're going to other way around I, I'm, I was expect, you know what I'm ready for it go um, ahead I, I promise this is not like a plug but I am but, I am obsessed but with, that's game, okay, with gaming has been plugging all with day. gaming and with gaming and esports and uh, I, I'm currently scout, a scout and a consultant for the Knicks on their gaming squad and that requires me being on Twitch day in day night scouting these players it's like the closest I could come to being a part of a real sports so you're, franchise you're literally looking at I'm Twitch scouting and you're scouting you're yes. like I think Ricky in Minnesota should we should sign him he's a good player well draft him that's what the cool thing is about the 2k league is these I call them kids but they're all oh, this is for the 2k league this is for the t- NBA 2k league they like we how can, good are you at 2k I'm pretty good but I can't I can't touch some of these guys who have been playing professionally there how is a, good are you at bubble hockey uh, you, I could be taken in bubble hockey. Okay, we'll do that. All right, I'm I could be taken in bubble hockey though. Liz, it's on only because it's been a while. Liz, Daniel, you don't know, Danny, you don't know what. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You've never you seen know? the hockey game with Jody, the big. Do you? I don't know. Oh, oh thank I don't God. Sports. I don't know what bubble hockey is. Okay, bubble hockey is the machine that's in a bubble, and you see it at the arcade, and people play hockey. Oh, rush. Oh, yes, I know. Oh, of course, you guys are that obsessed with that? The eighty-seven percent of the brain comes through. All right, Jared, hold on. He's That's obsessed fun. with Twitch, esports, and okay. but it's actually in specific, scouting, scouting like for 2K. Yes. Who's the best player you've seen? 
Or have you not been able to draft no, them yet? No, we, we haven't. So what will happen, similar to the real NBA, yes. is they will announce a lottery order, yes. and then we will all sit in the war room yes. and draft these guys, yes. and they will move to the city and and when get somebody's, paid when somebody's to great be a at two K, yeah. is there an advantage for them to use like the Warriors or the Cavs? See, here's the thing: they Please. use their own created player. That's where I the see. game has changed. I so see. it's no longer like, oh, I'm going to play you. And to answer your question, though, yes, if you do it that way, the Warriors are obviously sure, of course, major but, advantage. But these guys are creating their own player All and squatting up and they're playing five versus five Actual real God. yes and do they have to be themselves or can they create a seven foot nine Porzingis they could absolutely do that but then they become vulnerable in other ways they, exactly I love where we're going so, Liz uh, sorry scouting. John you're done scouting do you want a more surface Question or answer? You've been overthinking. Or? Have, what are you I talk, know. Can you talk to like a PR person before you came no, here? Like, what is going on? You're hedging. <laughs> Liz, your name is Hedge. Like you're hedging every. I have no. No. What are you? Literally, no. My example is right. literally a fucking well, pillow. You know, I don't want to get into the whole like Gandhi thing, but I'm really interested in uh, learning more about the psychology of marketing. Okay, keep going. And um, I just think we're so inundated with brands on a daily basis sure. and the consumption and of media. And just overall information, Consumption right? of media, information, what have you. And so learning how brands can kind of break through. Not even brands, but people, influencers, Anybody. anyone. Do you think that you're intuitive? I believe so. I think so too. Like just like in our one meeting and now yeah. like just kind of some things. I think that's a good space for you to go. I think that's my space. Yeah. I know nothing about it. It's amp- fascinating though. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Okay, so no, <laughs> no more no more siblings Sorry. on this kind of show. Uh, no, but I think it's a good space for you because thinking yeah. about like you know that like you got, a lot of yep. people read that Instagram raised money. Right. It totally. didn't take them to the place of like, hey, I can make the parallel of once there's attention here, that translates to print. Right. I think that's the only thing I have. Like using a sports reference, like I think I'm Mariana Rivera. All I think I have is intuitive understanding of people's mm-hmm. behaviors, and then I play that playbook over and over. Whether it's, then I learn the context of Twitch. Right. I'm gonna have a huge Twitch channel in 14 months. Because once I put in the time to understand the context, it's game over. Totally. That's gonna be dope. Don't you wanna hang out with them every day? <laughs> yeah, I, I Does better- Does that run through your mind? Brain suck his ideas. I better yeah, be on that Twitch level. channel. Yeah, as the- <laughs> which, which level? <laughs> as, I'm the female version. Like, <laughs> Got it, as a tag team? Yeah. Like champions? All right, so that is what you're thinking about. So are you- Yeah, I think it's uh, really Obviously I know like we got to talk, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. sum up the audience. You have this incredible situation where your smart and hard work put you in this incredible spot as a, a, a young entrepreneur. Right, absolutely. But like you're now in a place where you can be thoughtful about your next step or two or three. Absolutely. And so that's where you're kind of putting your energy and trying to understand where that translates. Have you started thinking about voice? Like Alexa and all that or not yet? Um, I have, I just need You're to understand obsessed, it a careful. bit more. I'm really obsessed. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just crazy. know, it. it's all about friction. Right. Like, I, I, here's what I think, all three of you and everybody listening, put an Alexa or a Google Home in your bathroom and learn that you can yeah, use it Jerry. to do the job. I just got it for Christmas and I had it returned. <laughs> Yeah, you don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. I just I. Oh. Gary, you have it you with voice. Why but did Why did you need the thirty dollars so no, much? No, no, meaning like I just. <laughs> I was like, I'm never gonna use this. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know want who it. you sound like right now? Like an idiot. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> we're gonna literally recall this clip. We're filming it right now. In six years, we're gonna show this exact clip. Oh god. And it's gonna be great because you're gonna be starring in Apple's HomePods <laughs> commercial. Yep. And we're gonna be like, this fucking guy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jerry Ferrara. <laughs> Do you know what you need in your home? Uh, Apple HomePod. Cause it's the bet. No, here's why. When people first got the iPhone, 
They didn't understand the power that was gonna, you don't realize the apps that are gonna be built on top yes. of these products that are gonna completely change your life. And more importantly, the reason I like the bathroom move is I do think a lot of people think about their day early on. Mm-hmm. A lot runs through your mind in the yeah. bathroom. And so like, hey, what's my calendar today? Like, you know, hey, remind me to buy this. Like I, like I think about 700, by thinking about my upcoming day without even looking at my calendar in the shower, I think about people I need to connect with, things that I need to get done, like the amount of things that run through people's minds of like in to bathroom, do. Yeah. And if you're, ele- you have to understand how the Alexa works. Alexa, make sure I see DRock later. You know, like stuff like that is intense. Right, Alexa? She's, she's just not she there passed yet. out. Yeah. Alexa, you all right? With the case of the acting bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I'll tell you what happened. Jerry. I feel like she just said something to me right she there. Did. <laughs> she did, Jared. This is what's happening. Alexa actually is listening and referenced your acting career in her answer just now. I don't that. But boy, thought that. I'm joking. I'm joking. What? <laughs> no, that but is coming. Alexa, kind of before a... I go, I want to know what you're obsessed with. Sorry, I don't know that. See. This is but the problem soon, no, with no, Alexa. This is the current short-term problem with Alexa, and if you don't get used to talking to her, by the time she's got it all figured out, you are all gonna be behind. Right. But even voice, voice authentication it will be more powerful than um, image recognition. Guys, voice is the fucking jam. Right, can we leave with Alexa's? Do we get little to-go bags? Oh, we might have some. I'm gonna sell huh? it on the street. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, you like that? Jerry sold his for six bucks. So I got Alexa's. Jerry sold his for six bucks. Why did you need a this pen? It's a whole. All right, what are you currently obsessed with? Oh, also, I'm obsessed with those Instagram accounts where they're like icing cakes and like cut. Have you ever seen those accounts? They're mesmerizing. Which is your favorite? Do you know? Or are you more like image based? They're all like weird. So none of them did a good job branding enough to make you remember. What? Like with like squishy toys? Yeah, and like they cut things and like there's. It's just look. You're talking. You're talking. So you're talking about something different, Ty. I'm obsessed with a few things. One, the, sh- the short answer, Shazam. And it kind of ties into the like voice and like that digital like. You love Shazam. I, I love Shazam. Because you want to know what song that is. Anytime I walk into a restaurant bathroom or a, a dinner or a gas station or a Let's talk about the last time or... you walked into a gas station. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now let's focus on this part, Katie. Can we, can we tell us that story real quick, please? Here we go. Um, let me think when I went to a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's segue. But anyways, I'm obsessed with Shazam. It's how I've discovered some of my favorite songs in the entire world. What is your favorite song you ever discovered well, right now, from I'm Shazam? Obs- I'm obsessed with, Ludo- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to botch his name, Ludovico Ainaudi. Okay. Yes. Obsessed. Memories? Yes, I got it. Okay. Um, yeah, we're all there. Uh, and, and we're just waiting for called, the next part. There's a song called <laughs> Laya, L-U-H-Y-A. Okay. Uh, I forget I who know. it is. I actually Instagrammed about them the other day in my Insta story, and they only have three thousand Instagram followers. I think they're going to be massive. I'm also obsessed with. What's Jane. your handle? I want to. I want to put this down because I think you're going to win this game, and we will also clip this, recall it for you, send it to you. You can post it, right. and you'll be amazing. And Jerry will be a hypocrite. And and there's a song called Porto. Anyways, I'm going to send you guys a playlist just for this. Group. Why don't you start a Spotify playlist right now around the brand, I which I think is a huge that. marketing strategy. Right. My Monday to Monday playlist right. is killing it for me. Right. Are we up to like almost 40, why don't you feature forty thousand? Gary, Gary, why don't you feature it? Why don't you feature your song on it? Yeah, because you have a way bigger reach than no, me. no. But look, we're going to use this audience. Okay. 
And you now you're going to start one. I would like a playlist. All right, I'm going to make you Send one, Send me a playlist. Right. Can you make a commitment? They're, you're both in here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You guys make the decisions. Yeah, you're looking on Can it. you guys confirm that by tonight, yeah. your brand will have a Spotify playlist? It'll be by tomorrow. We have a big dinner tonight. We have a lot to do. After. <laughs> your company's going <laughs> out of business. by the way, you were invited yeah, too. She's coming too. What? And I got you, invited? You and your wife Tyler, are welcome to come. I do you know, know this? Do you know this part about my life? I get invited to so much awesome shit. Tyler deletes it. Tyler, I specifically said, can Gary come Why can I never go to anything? Because you got other shit to do. Can Gary come? Okay, fair enough. Tyler, can Gary come? Okay, fair enough. The other thing that I'm obsessed with besides Shazam, I'm going to do the play. Go ahead. By tomorrow. Vintage. All things vintage and getting back to our roots and old world and storytelling. Our roots like the 1990s. Yeah, like you guys 19, are so like fucking the 1900s. Like we gotta get back to the our roots. No, 1989. They, they stuff. The late 1900s. No, Victorian. Oh, late, the 20s, the 30s, when yeah. things were much simpler and women were wearing corsets. And so, their are you hairs. gonna start rocking corsets? Yeah, actually, we already do, we already do baby. But I mean, for real, like, like a real, not in like a pseudo-interpreted 2018 world. No, I mean, some straight I'm, 1920s I, I, gangster I, I, shit. I, I reinterpret, but what I'm I knew that you reinterpret. But, but what I'm really excited about is the usage of vintage and things of the past as a means to storytell. I so agree. With I, I, in fashion, I'm sick of everything. I'm sick of Instagram. But that's because you're fashion. cool. Like Thank your biggest you. problem is you're absurdly that. cool. Say it louder. Yeah, your <laughs> biggest issue yeah. is that you're outrageously cool. Thank you, Gary. Like actually, actually, on a very like complimentary kick, you might be the coolest person I know. Jerry, can you make me? The Should sound we walk out now? Jerry, I know we met 48 minutes ago, but all right. Alexa, Alexa did you hear who's that? Who's the coolest person? Alexa, who's the coolest person? I was talking that, to That was me. Alexa's very that smart. That was me, Alexa. I think it was, it's I think it was me. Snyder no, that was Danny me. Danny Joe. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I love you too. <laughs> Are you going to become best friends with Alexa? Yeah, if, if you think she's that great. I think you should start an Instagram account called you, like your name and Alexa. Danielle and Alexa? Yes. And like you should post three times a day of you and your adventures with Alexa. <laughs> I don't know if Alexa, Alexa likes it. Alexa, we're going to make it this afternoon. Um, Gary's team Can you commit? No, 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 no. <laughs> You've got to learn no, no. how to do this yourself. I know, but Gary, I'm we'll only give you one the playbook. Human. All right, all right. I actually think one of the biggest Instagram accounts sitting and waiting is somebody's person's name and Alexa, like kind of these joint accounts. There's something incredibly creative She's that can be done. Scoop that up the second. Day well, that's why I'm putting out there, and and here's where oftentimes <laughs> Alexa, shut up. That's just so <laughs> I I say it because in a lot of my talks I always say that 99. The reason I give away all my best advice is because 99 percent of you are not going to take it. Like the reason I just did this last little skit was in a week I'm going to go look how many people did it. Right. And the reality is one percent of this listening audience. Tyler's making Danielle and Alexa right now. That's what he's doing. Thank you. Does Tyler work for you? I've always had this secretly weird concern that this has <laughs> been going on. He's a double agent? We're like family. <laughs> You're a double agent? I feel like this we're, has been going on. We're family. By the way, all your people. Ever since the first day I came here. Jerry you, included. You hired me outside. <laughs> she just hired me before we were I in did. to start. I told her I want to pivot out acting where she hired together. me. Liz. Jerry. Liz. Yeah, what's up? What, uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl. It just happened. Oh, was, Tell me about your Super Bowl experience. <laughs> I was on planes. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. Okay, so let's talk I about it for the minute. halftime show. The, the Justin Timberlake yeah. thing. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about this. The Super Bowl. You yeah. were on the plane the whole time. 
Uh, a majority of it. Where were you before you landed? I was in Los Angeles. And you came to New York? And I came to San Francisco. Oh, interesting. Now, that was a five second flight. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a short flight. It was. Right? So tell me but about this. It was this. right at when it was Who starting. else was on the plane? And was it weird because you knew the whole country was doing one thing and you and these 200 weird people were yeah. in the air? Well, I also couldn't watch it on YouTube TV on my phone. So was the, was the you know how the pilots, which big sporting men do this stuff, where they like, update, Eagle, Simon, were yes. they doing that? And would half the plane be like, yeah, and the other half be like, Bleh. I'm not sure I had my headphones in the whole time. What were you so. listening to? Probably John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a secret story about that. All my that. friends are gonna be laughing at that. John's the best. I don't know if you know this. Danielle, would you grab Crushing It, please? And yes, I would love to. Thank you, and can you go to the back? Yeah. And can you read what John Mayer said about? John Mayer, quote, Gary is helping to calibrate the desires and expectations of a new generation searching for a way to break through the noise. He's loud, he's high energy, and he's exactly right. Right. How many times Anything have you else? you can play in that whole exchange. I know. Yeah, you know what? Actually, you did that so well, and I always like your voice. Should I do The Rock? You I, should do whatever, which one that you know. think is cool. I hope you're listening, The Rock. Quote, do you like The Rock? Now I do, Did yeah. you say it like The get... Rock would say it? No, don't do Can that. you? Maybe, wait, hang on. I'm passing it off to Jerry. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, don't have, I, don't have a, I don't have a rock impersonation. Right, enough of crushing it, the best book ever in. Let's move on. Danny, what was your Super Bowl experience? So I watched the Super Bowl. I changed my parents' flight. I'm, I'm, I don't know. There's a lot of things about me that a lot of people know because I'm an open book. I'm Jewish. The thing that everybody knows is I'm obsessed with my family and I would do anything yes, for them. And I, I need them near me all the time. That's right. Um, so my parents were here and they were meant to fly. They were here for my niece's third birthday. They were meant to fly home during the Super Bowl to Jacksonville. And, and you're like, Gary, what's your problem? So Gary, yeah, this is... I the Jaguars. My dad's right, still was, really beat yeah. up about it. But you're bigger Gator fans. No, bigger, ja- no, bigger Jaguar, Jaguar fans. Wow. Yeah. I've never met a Jaguar You guys are so bandwagon. You're looking at them. I'm pretty OG because yeah. we've had season tickets since. We're from Jacksonville. You love David Garrard? I mean, Jody's, Jody should really, I don't really give a shit to be completely Clearly, honest. you don't know even know who, My you don't even, sister, do you even know who Maurice Jones-Drew is? Yeah, the, yeah, he's a yeah, that, you got it. That's MJD, good. yeah. I know, he's, he's amazing. I used to like to say, Joel Schmenge. You remember that like for 10 some years ago. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, I Dad's was- Dad's pissed, Gary's so pissed. So he's supposed to get on a flight. This is like, actually why we became friends. We were at, some, we were at a pencil of promise dinner, mm-hmm. and we really got, well actually we met during the name South game at South by Southwest, Southwest, Southwest. Bedlier, yes. blah, but, blah, that's blah. What, but the dinner at Pencils of Promise was really, and when we realized uh, we just, the Gary thing was huge. Huge. There's like seven Gary. We started leaving voice memos for my dad. No, no, Jared, there's no. None. There's really. Jerry, ready? Ready? How many? Name Gary's that you know. We played For the real. name game. Go. Okay. Not even know of. You know. Gary Personally. Vaynerchuk. Gary Owen, great, good comedian, yep. buddy of mine. Yep. Uh, I had met Gary Shandling once. Okay. He's not even a real person. No, okay. <laughs> He's real. <laughs> no, I know. I, you, I think you have a point. Right? Gary Snyder and Gary Vaynerchuk. That's like, it. That's hard. It's crazy hard, bro. That's we bonded over this, my dad's name. I don't know name. if you know this. This was the best. Uh, like 18 months ago, there was an article that came out that said the name Gary is about to go extinct. Like, no, that's it. It's over. <laughs> People are stopping. So I knew that there was this. <laughs> I'm being mean, dead serious. I might name then, my son Gary. Well, I know that. I'm single-handedly. I actually met somebody in Minnesota at a high at an IHOP that almost named their kid Vayner. No, that's yeah. actually a. Dumb and the name. wife was like, and the wife was like, I'm like holding the little guy and was like, honestly, our third one locked in. <laughs> anyway, nonetheless, 
Gary's about to become extinct. We can't let that I happen. I know that there's a Facebook ad that you can run, excuse me, a Twitter ad that you can run based on first names. So I run ads on Twitter oh, to target every to Gary. Gary. You're and mobilizing the Gary. Oh, wow. I'm like, hey Gary, it's Gary. <laughs> I'm sure you probably heard by now, we're finished. That is friggin' But I won't fucking stand for this and neither with you. Let's rally like a mother, and it was great. Like all these characters. Can like, we pull up? that up? We could probably find, I don't know if it was a you dark should, ad. should be like a Gary convention. It. It's like a Gary virtual convention. So anyway, that's it. Look, like literally you named one dead Gary and one living Gary besides me. That's it. Yeah, all right, no, that's all so I got. So basically, Gary. I changed my mom and dad's flight. Yes. They stayed, so yes. they had to leave the next morning. And yes. Their flight was at 8 a.m. You know, my dad yeah. wanted to wake up at 3.45. Yeah. He had to... Everything make was sure packed. he got there. He said, whatever. We got a huge fight about it. I said, this is ridiculous. He says, I'm anxious. What, what do you want from me? You know, I stayed here for the Super Bowl. I'm like, Your dad. Your dad is stupid handsome, by the he's, way. He's adorable. And he's How like, old is he? 72, 73. He looks he says, 70. He says, what do you want from me? He says, <laughs> he says, I said, dad, I said, first of all, staying with your entire family <laughs> for the want? Super Bowl is not a punishment. Like, God I changed your but Who watched the game? My dad, Greg, Jody, me, my mom, Margo, and Baby Lee. Baby Lee. So was no little... random invite. This is a very tight neck community. Favorite term ever. What do you want from me? That's when you know someone's like exasperated. He's, he's what do you man. want from me? Gary's, by the way, watch about my Insta story on Danielle A. Snyder. Who are whole... you rooting for? I was rooting for the Eagles. I'm so sick yeah, of the Patriots winning. As someone that's quarter, not a big so. football, whatever. Yeah, fuck them. Eagles, is Tom Brady good looking? Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, but I'm sick of looking at him. I like I a little bit of character. I agree. He looks like an android. He's good See, looking. Giselle is lovely, the by the way. You think he's good looking, Liz? I mean, I just don't even like him. Whatever. I just like a little but more rough did around you the see edges. His outfit walking into the game. No, I don't oh, look at anything. Would you feel differently about him if he was you know Gary crazy? Brady? Actually, you know what? The single reason I love you is that scene. The single reason. Oh, the Tom Brady stuff. Except ball when you switched scene? over and accept that he was a good. And that kind of made me scared. What I was like, "Fuck! One no. day he's gonna retire. I'm gonna rule the world, which means I'm gonna have to stumble on him somewhere in my fifties, and then he's gonna be this great. F- See, Jordan's easy. I hate Jordan, and it's easy. It's he's a bad easy. fucking dude. He is. Just so everybody knows, listen, you can be mad at me. He's no, not, not the best guy on earth. <laughs> Brady, on the other hand, <laughs> Tom is the best guy on earth. Like yeah. he might be. Did you I'm, watch I'm, that Facebook? No, no. You know, I don't think. Fuck Brady that. Time, I've gone way further than that, Danny. Brady. Danny, you don't understand who I am. I've paid people to find shit. This is What'd not you about. On me? This is not you. I give a fuck. I mean, Brady, <laughs> who I need to tear down. You don't think I'm important enough? No, you're very important. I just blindly believe I know, in you. I know. Right? You're the coolest person I know. <laughs> By the way, if he's now said that twice. twice. <laughs> By the way, if your Instagram doesn't have that quote, oh, well, it's gonna be. And make your URL I'm link to me. I'm running ads for Danielle people on Twitter. <laughs> Against fans of Gary, it works every time. That Gary, scene, you're that cool was like too. the best. But then you like broke my heart at the end when you switched over and said, "Fuck, he's a good dude." Do you want a two-minute story about that scene? Yeah. Unbelievable. And listen, I. I <laughs> I, not that Tom Brady needs to get put up on any further I know. more of a pedestal, but, but that, was a that long initially. Time ago. So, so the context is in the show. Um, there's a charity golf tournament, and we get paired up, and uh, the Vince character and the Giant Drama character get paired up with Tom Brady, and he's like the nicest guy in the world. I hate him because I'm a Giants fan, and he wins me and just over. Just for everybody who doesn't know anything about sports, and I fall, I get a man crush on Brady in the end of the episode. But that was initially <sighs> supposed to be. Uh, the Vince and Johnny drama character versus the Manning brothers. And about a week and a half before something happened, they pulled out of the episode. The whole episode was written for them. And we still had to shoot the episode. So I think it was Wahlberg who suggested, like, listen, I, 
and this was off the Brady knee surgery season, so he was just getting ready to come back. He's like, I think I could get Brady to do it. It'll be me and Brady in the episode replacing the Manning brothers. So he steps in, fills those shoes, and kills us. Now we're rewriting the episode, and Doug Allen, the show creator, is like, what would your character say to Brady, like a giant fan who hates Brady? I said, let's really get the heart of New York. I call my buddy Paul I grew up with, Brooklyn as it gets. I'm like, hey, Paul, he's on speaker. If you saw and this is like if you saw Tom Brady in the street a week before the Super Bowl, what would you say to him? He's like, I'd fucking say Tom Brady fucking sucks fucking balls. <laughs> Doug went done. Thank you. Hung up the phone. Went right into the episode. And the, you want to talk about things that get quoted to me? That is one of the quotes that gets that gets hit on me all the but time. But you love him, is you, what you were gonna say. Listen, he bailed us out of a jam yeah. for sure because we would have had a All serious right. problem. Do we like him? Not even. I, I, like, I, I like Hitler more than Tom Brady. Oh. Yeah, that's where I went. Just want everybody to understand. That's my truth. I hate Tom Brady. Gary. I, Gary Vaynerchuk, hate. You have to understand. There's real life and then there's the Jets. So <laughs> I knew that was going to come me, up. To me, it's very simple. Everything in real life in everything in real life, 99% of my life is very good. I'm a good guy, I do the right thing, I don't say ludicrous things like I just said. <laughs> I'm a good guy. In Jet's life, let me give you a good one. In Jet's life, because you have the letter D. This is great. great. In, real, in Jet's life, right. let me give you a great story. I don't know, seven years ago at the Meadowlands, just walking, 11 year old boy, maybe nine, walking by with a Brady jersey. I checked him. <laughs> and I just want everybody to know, this is, literally, this is literally child abuse. I check a kid, I check him. I bump into him, he goes into the fence, he goes into the fence, his dad looks at me like ready to, I go, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Guys, you don't understand. I, I don't get know. it, I get it, I get it. Jake, were you there when I punched the Dolphins? Like, I don't think. The Pittsburgh game, the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, the Pittsburgh, oh, the, ready? Pittsburgh game. Jets are playing Pittsburgh. Uh, the Jets miraculously in this season win four or five games, miraculously beat a very good Pittsburgh team at home. So Pittsburgh, for anybody who knows the NFL, they travel. Half the stadium is Steelers fans. I don't like when people come to my house and disrespect me. This 87-year-old man is walking up the stairs. No. The, stick with me. No. Stick with me. He's 87. He's, Tyler was, he's 87. Guys, he, he's walking up the stairs slowly, right? The Jets have clearly won. It's late fourth quarter, 23-6. I stand up and I go, hey, old man. No. You're finished, right? Everybody hears me. <laughs> hey, old man, you're fucking finished. You're referring to the right? Steelers or him? And then I go, and I don't mean the game. <laughs> <laughs> that literally happened. So so look, I feel like so I'm you're a- you're an abusive Jets fan. I'm a very bad person. I do want to own the Jets. Sorry, I just felt like. I do. Let's move on before I lose all my fans. Um, your Super Bowl experience, Jer? Uh, we hosted some friends, and, you and I, your wife. me and my wife, hosted some friends, and I think I consumed about forty-five hundred calories. Like what? Oh, there. Oh, there was like a chili situation, and a homemade guacamole, and a buffalo cauliflower, and then we went. We got ice cream from this place, and that's where it all went terribly wrong. What place? Do you want to give Oddfellows in Williamsburg? Great. great place, and. You know, um, Liz? Ample Hills is pretty good. They too. got a flavor called uh, Santa's Cookies. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
have an emo. I have a, I have a, I have a, 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 a interesting relationship Sounds with food. Like we figured out what he's obsessed with. And then I made a promise to myself. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have all this. And then when everyone leaves, I even said to my wife, I'm like, we're throwing this freaking ice cream away. And it didn't get thrown out. And then when I was getting ready to do it, I'm like, we should give it one more day. <laughs> so like, one more day. So yesterday you ate a ton. Of yesterday it, it, it bled into the Monday. Why did you bring it? Man? And it's still there, by the way, guys. It's there's still like. Should we go over? After and the here's how sick I am. I walk around this day at three times since I've been in your offices. I've thought about, oh, I got that fucking ice cream when I get home. No. <laughs> three separate times since I've been in your office, I've thought about that ice cream. You're hired, you're hired, you're hired. So um, that's really what I made. Being that I wasn't that interested in the game and I love football, but the game didn't interest me, I made it about the food. D, what is your favorite current app on your phone? Like new, um, new fit, new favorite app, or do you not have one? Because this is actually an interesting debate for me, and I'll let you guys use that. Because one of the things that's interesting to me is how difficult it is. Actually, how about this? When's the last time you downloaded a new app for your phone, D? Probably something related to a filter. That's like, fine, but like when? Maybe a month ago. Okay, Liz. I downloaded the Sephora app yesterday. Respect. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say. You please do. Because like oh, I no, get this it. I won't make fun of because I don't think I. No, you can't make fun months. of it because I, I, I find I downloaded Venmo because I didn't really understand what it. Let me tell you something. How, about Venmo. Well, how it works. I was it's one of the first app. three investors in Venmo in 2009, and it's the best investment I ever made. I'm like, this really? is app. Yeah, but guess You're what? So smart, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> but, but, but. I love the peanut gallery. It it's the best investment I made and the worst. It was the best because I there's not much I've been more right about. It was the worst because they sold so early. The economics to being right yeah. weren't even remotely close. I've been so much. I made way more money on being wrong, right. right? And that is probably one of the most right things. So you're right though. I will. Make, I mean, you just fucking downloaded Venmo. I know. Venmo, dude. I know. You, <laughs> want to know you want to know why it happened? Yes. It's because I won my fantasy league, and they were and like, "We got to pay, pay you. you," and I'm like. You I love cash? the humble brag of the fantasy league. Good By job. the way, but if finally, did you dominate? Who did you crush? Name one of your buddies around and be like, eat shit, Rick. Uh, Taylor is Taylor? his name. Taylor, yeah. I got you. Sorry, it happened. <laughs> and he had Todd Gurley who put up like 48 points and I still managed Jake, to win. Jake, last time you've downloaded an app. Uh, last night. Jesus Christ. What'd you download? Something from my Google. Last time? Last time? Mm. Probably like six months ago. Oh, Perfect. Jody is not Tyler? the one Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, what was it? Waterminder. Waterminder? <laughs> it sends me notifications to drink more water. Interesting. I need to do this. Has it been working? No. Yeah. You need to know that you need a you need okay, an app for that. Can you tell Tyler to text me? What was it? Visco. Visco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think it was? Uh the second app for like Scaremaster. Okay. D Rock? Mine was Karen. Uh, map my run. What's that? Map my run. Map my run. Yeah, I've heard it. You want you wanna know why I don't download more apps? Two reasons, in case you were wondering. One, I'm out of I'm at capacity on my iPhone. And the, the, the what new, iPhone do you have? Jody, what am I, eight? Yeah. It's good. I take better photos than all my 10 friends. But the problem is, in addition to me being at capacity, you know, it slows your thing down, I, I just, I, it's so overwhelming to have another thing to look at in the I day. I get it. And just, You're only using seven of them. I, exactly. I should wipe out the whole you know? phone. You're right. All right, what do you want to yap about, Liz? Open forum. What's interesting? What do you want? I am. You could also talk to the community and maybe ask them a question. You could ask us a question if you want. Um, You can take this anywhere. Open forum, as if we were not even in the room. Can Danny go first? Nope. She's short. Can Derek go first? 
I'm Jerry, not, Ken, Jerry can go I'm first, not gonna but let he's you not off. going to. I'm not gonna let so you we're going to all look evening. at you awkwardly, Liz. Okay. Until... Cool. Um, I don't know. I think it's just the evolution of ourselves and how we portray ourselves digitally. So, okay. like, what are you thinking is next for you? What are you thinking is next for you? And do you mean from the perspective of, like, what frontiers do you want to attack? Or are you talking about, are we living the PR versions of ourselves yeah. online? Like, like one of the reasons I think Danny is so cool is if you see her okay, Instagram, she's like cool. I'm now. trying to guess her up. <laughs> and thank you, I love you, Gary. Do you feel like you're living a totally different life online or do you think that's your life? I think two things. I Please. think there, I think we're living in an age where we have to be two versions. The, okay. the real version and the digital version. Can and I ask I think, you a question? And all of you, because I think this is far more interesting than this conversation, because I think we've all yeah. know this is in the zeitgeist. I actually think that's just what always happened. I think we always lived a life outside, public and private. That's right. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of us, you come from a family that you know, like you know, especially my immigrant family, like nothing left the house. Yeah. Like everything that happened in those four walls, nothing. Like we would fucking be no teeth, and then everybody would walk out and be like. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> no dirty la laundry ever, ever, ever. And so, like, like using like the forty-year-old moms, like, cool. So now you're doing it on Instagram, but that used to be meeting up for tea and never talking about the real shit. Right. So I think like we're taught. Totally. Everybody wants to fear monger technology. Like, oh, social media made us do this. No, no, no. This just scales what we've always done. Yeah. We we're talking about outside, weren't we? About on your other people... podcast. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. That comes I'm out at 6 p.m. Right. That now. 6 p.m. No, we were. I think it's it's. Um, I think what you're saying is 100 percent accurate. I Thank think you. We're just more aware. We're more aware of it because we can physically it's a scale. See it. Yeah, but and I mean, what about Gen Z? They don't. I don't think they realize it. I think they're living their true life digitally. Because they're not. They're less worried about circumstances. Because I think they're less cognizantly aware of. All of this, I think, or we're they're older smarter and, and realize none of it actually matters. Maybe because I remember being in early social media, and I was like, "Kids, yeah. don't put up your beer pong pictures because college won't let you in." Like fucking, co like yeah. USC didn't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> Jer, I'm just, I'm you, you, you got me hooked on like. So you're talking about your family, like. So I think you can go one of two ways. Then, like, you obviously embraced it, but also on a business perspective, but also seeing the way the world was going, but. How, at what point did you make that choice? Because you were raised like to not let the private out and you've matured and grown I've lost, into- I've lost everything you just said because something weird just happened. Please, for the love of God, tell me your socks are not Lakers socks when no, you're a Knicks no, fan. No, come on. Pistol Pete Maravich, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, at least that's a little bit better. A little bit. Okay oh, come on. You know, I love, I I love respect Pistol for Pistol Pete. Pete. That's but all. I don't like wearing any other team but my team's shit. I won't wear anything that's like of my generation. Right? Yeah, okay. You know, like yeah. if it's pre my generation. I literally, you were then talking I'll... and I loved where you were going. Literally, it was like the best thing you said this whole podcast. <laughs> then I looked down and I'm like, if he's wearing Kobe socks, who by the way I love in a lot of ways. I, but I wouldn't wear Kobe socks. Like, I love Kobe, but yes, let the record show I would not wear Kobe socks. Are you and Kobe best friends? No. Have you met Kobe? I've met him, yes. But no, we're not best friends. I, w Who's I wish your I. best sports friend? Oh man. Oh, this is interesting. Let's yeah. do this. I love this game. You have an answer? Yeah. I can't wait to hear that. My bet, like, like, describe best friend. Just like. Who? Who's a professional athlete? <laughs> no, but like, would best you deem like, you have the best relationship with oh, that? If, I you, don't have if you text them right now, they reply. Right. If they, if you're like, hey, come over for dinner, they're like, cool. Like, but oh, I gotta get. Like, I have an who? Answer. That is a professional I athlete. Wanna, like, can Tell I look, the truth. Can it's I look okay. through my phone? You can while, while Danny goes. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Go ahead. 
Mr. I've got so many sports friends. By the way, I didn't say he had, so many. I just was no, no, most curious you. what Jerry was going to talking about say. Jerry because um, he had a great, he makes sense that he has, he has a lot. Misty Copeland for sure, but that's like, you know, she's a ballerina. It's a little different. I'm not gonna be like, bring over all of the Actually, and I'm not joking. This is not a like, I'm gonna get razzed on. Like, I think a lot of things are sports that people don't. Do ballerina, I'm asking yes. you, do ballerinas consider ballerina, being it's a ballerina, a sport. a sport. 100%. Cool, I believe should that. We call, should we call Misty right no, now? She's the, like, no, I fully believe that. That wasn't a leading question anyway. I actually didn't know how it was and positioned. Andy, Andy Roddick is dope. I like Andy. Andy. Is your Roddick. second closest sports friend? Uh, but, but okay, close is not right. Right, Brooklyn to your is a point. really good friend of mine. But she's crushing on that show. She's right? amazing. Andy is is a stand up guy. I really like respect, Andy. Liz. I think you know him, Mr. Nigel Sylvester. Yes, he's fucking awesome. He's amazing. He just hit me. Am I seeing him? Uh, yeah. Did you Gary, talk to this you? Room? That's a good fucking question. Top ten, baby. Right. It's like not. Like, I'm not. I'm trying you guys to, are too cool. You have too many. No, what I mean is like I don't want to be like, yeah, me and this person are friends, and then you hear this I, podcast, I, and you're like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> you said we're friends. Jerry, Jerry, I disclaimered. I'm I'm a friend with the wife, and I'm like, and I think Instagram has changed my whole world because every time an athlete, you know, I've, I've I want to hear all of them. I mean, like I get, I'm a hardcore come. fantasy baseball player, so like I'm in love with Devon Travis. He's been hurt his two years right. at the Blue Jays, but like when he followed me, I'm like, fucking yes. Yeah. And like nobody outside of like a Blue Jays he fan was, should he, be That's pumped. who you were the most excited about? No, probably the what most excited. Who was the most I was, The Rock, we lost our shit. When The Rock followed me on Instagram, because he doesn't Could follow anybody, follow we all me? shut down and we're like, <laughs> All right, what does this mean? The craziest part about that was- <laughs> What do we do? <laughs> that, that happened in a three week period where The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Metro Boomin all followed me, and I was like, okay, something's happened. A billion people happened. right there. What we happened? Were all like, Explain it. I was hitting a different, like, I was How'd penetrating the attention How'd graph. How'd you penetrate? I penetrated by putting out the best fucking content contextual to Instagram around things that I think- Should you do a takeover I'll, for me? No. Jerry, what's your answer? <laughs> well, and the reason why I said let me look at my phone is not because like, oh, there's so many. It's I don't want to say like, oh, me and this person are cool and then they hear this podcast, they're like, uh, we're not that freaking cool. No, that's exactly right. I think Danny <laughs> no, established no, it. And by the way, for me too, like Curtis Martin, like I'm thinking about the people like Draymond Green. These are people I have really great relationships yeah. with. I don't think anybody of them would consider me one of their five or six best friends. Me I haven't either. gotten to that place with right. anybody. I expect it to happen. But you're cool. Brandon Marshall is probably the closest. Me and Wes Matthews Brandon, are pretty cool. Who? Wes Matthews, yep. um, I, I met, I met Frank Kaminsky, like I, 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 a lot of NBA guys, because everyone yep. they know how big of a fan I am of the yep. NBA. Yep. So, uh, but the the is not an athlete, but he's a coach. Should this I guy Tom I could Brady? maybe get. He's like, Shh. I might be able to get him to show up for me if I ever need Coach Cal. Calipari. Really? He coached me at a at a fantasy camp one time. He was my coach of my team. And you team. guys really went crazy. And we just, let me tell you, Did he you guys is. make out? No, but no. close. But how I like to describe him is like almost like if Frank Sinatra was a coach. That's I how see. cool That's he is. Cool. He just makes you feel like, oh my, like he really does make you feel special. That dude is unbelievable. Coach I was Cal. just saying if you want to meet Open for him, go D. Um, no, I just think we're living in a really interesting time, and I personally, coming from the vantage point of fashion, am ha- and uh, being our 10th anniversary, I'm having a hard time grappling with the way that the world's moving, especially now that you know I have a niece, a nephew in my life, and I'm watching you know the interactions and the way the digital is affecting them. I and see. Mommy you, and daddy. You feel bad about that? Everyone's on their phone. I do because I, I think, think your niece and nephew should spend more time on technology, not less. 
I really do. I, I understand, but I want to, you know, I'm saying things here today. I mean, the Hitler thing, I'm going to have to deal with. By the way, Jesus. real quick, I didn't mean it, everyone. I mean, like, my, my great-great-grandparents got killed, like, buried themselves. So please, before I have to spend an hour and a half on Twitter apologizing, I hope everybody understood the tongue-in-cheek of that. But I do hate Tom Brady at a level that is ridiculously uncomfortable. That's why I but didn't tell you he was niece, my best friend niece, of all my the sports niece, friends. The niece and nephew thing. Like, this is what parents do of every generation. Your parents' parents made them not want to watch Elvis. Right? Like Madonna was scary for kids of my age. Like Miley Cyrus twerking a couple minutes ago, six years, seven years ago, is lame on Instagram. What world do you think your niece and nephew are gonna work it? Do you want me to explain? Do you want me to really just get to the the issue? Do you want me to just really dig deep and tell you what I'm really trying to say? Sure. It's not that I'm worried that they're gonna be privy to like whatever on Instagram. It's not it's not like some sort of censorship. What I'm worried about is the way that Social media has the psychology of it, how it's yeah. affected human relationships. Can I throw and, a curveball at you? Sure, and what we owe each other as yep. people and what friendship let's, really let's, means let's now. Let's talk about it for a minute. Sure. A lot of people want to blame a lot of kids' troubles on Cyber social bullying. media, right? Yeah. Cyber, I want to blame it on the fact that parents are teaching kids in their first 15 years that they want everything and they're the best and teaching no reality of confrontation. When you give eighth place trophies to a seven-year-old, they have no understanding how to deal with anything. So I think one of the things we do all the time is we blame other forces, not ourselves. When you have a country that goes through 70 years of prosperity, pretty consistently, we get into third generation dynamics where people worry about what milk is in their Starbucks and they think that's a bad thing. Like we just have no context of real life and so I think what we've done, Liz, no, I agree with you. I mean, this is the world you're interested in. We want to blame things like that. We all got bullied. We just lived, a lot of us who are over 35 lived in a world where when you came in second place, you cried because you lost. And now you, you know, I mean, I think we have to really be very thoughtful about the way we're parenting. Your sister, no matter what, is parenting in a fundamentally different way than your mother did and a fundamentally right. different way that her mother did. And, and, we, and like anything, you can overcorrect in one way or the other. The micro-analyzation of, every, like my parents didn't know anything that was going on in my life. Like, and, and you take the generation above me, they literally knew nothing because they threw them outside and they went. We need, here's where my point is. Facebook didn't make you vote for somebody we, you know, bullying, like, this goes down to- Russia maybe did. You know what I mean? It sure didn't, because you clicked things that made those ads show up in front of you. We have to take way more responsibility before we blame social media and technology, and until we start taking accountability, which we have fundamentally avoided for the last 50 years, we will lose a lot of these micro battles. So cool, you wanna blame technology or something else, but maybe if you taught your kid how to take a fucking L in the first 10 years of their life, maybe they'd know how to take an L. Right, what are your thoughts of parenting in New York City? I think that there's a lot of insanity, but I wanna teach my kids how to take an L. And but besides I'll, that, but do you think growing up in L.A. or New York, I mean, we talked about this a little you, bit outside. You're a product of your environment and of your parents and of your DNA. I'm from Jacksonville, you love me, I'm cool. I think we should all move to Jacksonville. Oh wait, you're from Jacksonville? I take back everything I said. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I mean, I my, my dad's you, I, from Brooklyn and he's dope. His name's Gary. But <laughs> I think, you know, we I think parenting, a different time. I think parenting is an unbelievably important job. Right. And I think that the gravitas of it for this latest generation made them overcorrect in a way that is creating vulnerability. 
I really believe that. Yeah, but I don't even think it's kids. I think it's us too. We're insecure too. Oh, a hundred. And this We're a bunch makes, of big babies. Yeah. But meanwhile, me and everybody I know that had my circumstances or DNA are cruising along because we got shit on all the time when we were kids and we know exact, I'm being serious. Well, I love you so yeah, much. Yeah, I mean like getting D's and F's and not being yeah. the best at sports and like fucking like, I learned how to love to lose yeah. early on. You're a hustler. We do not teach that anymore. There's this great fear. Yeah. Like I love when my kid, like playing basketball with my little guy and beating him and him crying. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, grow. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask in the open forum. I don't ever let my nephew win. Cause you're smart. But, it, but the, I actually thought of this recently. Like we we play little pickup hoops yep. in his basement. He has a little yep. and like I, I dunk I, on his fucking I let him face. score every now and then. But like I I really don't. I'm like I even said it to my wife. I'm like I gotta let him win. My brother a little AJ bit, right? out there who's mad at me right now. It's not in me to let him win. I gotta wrap up. He's giving the looks. Like like he's a killer because he didn't beat me in basketball till he was 17 years old. And when he did. It fucking tasted amazing. Because when you fucking let your kids win on dumb shit, they don't understand that gratitude or the process and they definitely don't know how to deal with adversity. And so when Sally Pants 49 says you're ugly on Instagram, <laughs> they fucking fold like a cheap fucking chair. Motherfuckers. That's the show. <laughs> See ya. Oh, you guys. Hey, podcast listeners, uh, big ups. I'm putting on my Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of Vayner Media hat right now, not the Gary V that all of you love so much, or at least are curious of, or actually are starting to hate. I have no idea how you feel, but I love you. Nonetheless, uh, we're a year into it, uh, not even really, but one of the most exciting things that Vayner Media sells, besides the million dollar scopes for the biggest brands in the world, is this concept of four Ds. Do I have a URL for this as I'm doing this? Is it, can, can you figure it out while I'm yapping? D-Rock. Anyway, 4Ds, Daily Digital Deep Dive, a consulting product from VaynerMedia that has crushed uh, for us and has had a huge impact. I just came back from Agent 2021. I know this is a post uh, announcement for the podcast, but I'm gonna run this for a while. So that was in January if you're listening in May, uh, but I know it's February right now. Nonetheless, um, uh, a $10,000 immersion day where you come in and you learn from our creative team, our media team, our consulting and strategy team, like just a complete get in here, kind of like Disney and Zappos does, have your company pay for a $10,000 consulting strategy day here in New York City. We're also now doing it in London. Details are on VaynerMedia's site, vaynermedia.com slash 4Ds. Slash services slash 4Ds. Can you create a Gary no. V's? Create a Gary V for me. No. Get no. Hold on, everyone. Stick with me here. DRock's going. If not, I'm going to create a Gary V. Sure. Great. VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS, right? VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS, the 4Ds, the daily digital deep dive. It is changing small and medium-sized businesses' worlds. Go on the website to get the dates or go to Gary Vaynerchuk's website, GaryVaynerchuk.com, and go to events and see it there. I'm in there for an hour doing kind of my one-on-one Q&A, personal fix your business, grow your business, expand your business session. It has exploded. I am now completely confident in this product. At first, I was like, oh, 10,000, can we make it worth it? Hearing the ridiculous stories of I came to your 40s and was doing 280,000, now we're doing 2.2 million. To be very frank, I'm thinking about raising the price. I wanna make sure the podcast world knows about it. VaynerMedia.com slash 4DS or GaryVaynerchuk.com, hit the events tab. Come and check out the 4Ds. I'd love to see you in New York or London. Go see the dates, sign up. This will change your business. See ya.